You are listening to Golden Otter Divinations, where the metaphysical meets the mainstream with Autumn Seibel. Tune in 9 a.m. Pacific, the first Friday of every month, as Autumn helps you manifest your dreams by connecting to loved ones in spirit, empowering you to find both physical and spiritual healing. Are you ready to transform your life and connect to divine guidance through practical strategies? Golden Otter Divinations is the place to find engaging interviews with medical experts, practicing mediums, intuitives, healers, and many more. Now, here's your host, Autumn Seibel. Hi, everyone. I'm Autumn, and you're listening to Golden Otter Divinations on Transformation Talk Radio. Stay with us for the next hour as we explore where the metaphysical meets the mainstream. Join us live each first Friday of the month at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, where we have new, informative, and engaging interviews with medical experts, practicing mediums, intuitives, healers, and many more to help uplift, educate, and empower listeners like you to find physical and spiritual healing. So do you ever feel like the universe is trying to send you a message, but you aren't sure where you're supposed to go to find it? I had that I've got mail feeling almost 10 years ago, but could not for the life of me figure out how to open the message. I checked my mailbox, I checked my email, I checked my text, my social media feeds, I asked my friends, my family, anybody, is there something somebody needs to tell me? I just had this overwhelming sense that I wasn't getting something that was supposed to be mine. So fast forward, um, fast forward to the present moment, and I'm here with angel guidance coach, Melissa Kiddo, who's going to teach us all exactly what we need to know so we never miss a miss a message and can get the guidance we're seeking. So Melissa has been communicating directly with her angels since the age of 12 and taught thousands of people worldwide how to establish a direct two-way communication with their angels. She's been a certified instructor and spiritual consultant with the Wayshowers College for the past 20 years, and she's the author of How to Communicate with Your Angels, an ebook packed with practicals, practical tools for talking to your angels directly. Melissa has lectured and presented workshops in over seven countries. She's a New Zealander, or Kiwi, I think they call them, um, worldwide, and is known for her calm, relaxed way of sharing what makes people feel, <laughs> in a way that makes people feel fully supported and confident to move past their own fears and embrace their dreams with the help of their angels. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome Melissa to Golden Otter Divinations. Welcome, Melissa. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm so excited. This is a it's a calm fall day and I'm I'm I've got my crystals and my holy water, my candles, and I'm like ready to communicate with my angels. Um, so to raise our vibration and get really into the flow, I like to start the show by asking all my guests if they've had any golden moments lately. So golden meaning a time you were just totally in the flow or an interaction you knew was sent by spirit, something that maybe made your heart sing, um, or just put a smile on your face. Had any golden moments lately? Wow. You know, I would say my golden moments lately has been collaborating with three other women on an amazing project. And it's something that I was asking the universe for that I wanted to put on a retreat. And it literally showed up these other people to work with within 24 hours. So that whole experience has just been so <laughs> guided and beautiful and flowing that I know I'm just excited to get up every day and, and continue to work with that. I love that. They say that when you put things into the vortex or out to the universe, it'll show up at the exact right moment. And it's, we're going to talk about that on the show today, but when those moments pop into your reality field, it just fills you with excitement and energy. And you're like, 
yes, I'm excited to do, to, to do what I came here to do, right? To live your life on purpose, which is kind of what we're going to talk about today. Um, so let's get started with, thank you so much for sharing your golden moment answer, but let's get started with angel teams and spirit guides. I just want to dive right into that and clarify for our listeners what we're talking about. What exactly is an angel team and what is, and what are spirit guides? Is there a difference between the two? Yes. So this is a really common question and my answer may be a little bit different than what people expect. So I think it's really important to take some of the, the mystique and the, the wonder out of this and realize that you have a personal team of souls, helpers, guides, angels. It doesn't really matter what you call them. So there's a lot of things out there saying the angels are different than spirit guides. And at the end of the day, that really doesn't matter. What's most important is for you to tune in to this help that's available to you. And so what we call angels or spirit guides, they are energy just as you are. And so because you are energy, you're here to learn and grow and to evolve on planet Earth. And the difference between our angels is that they have come to a place where they have mastered a lot of planet Earth's lessons. They have raised their vibration of energy so that they're at the point where they don't really need to come back into a physical body to learn and grow, but they are here to guide us. And actually, they're still learning and growing from that opportunity. It's just different than being in a body. So So what's the difference between... Uh, like a spirit guide who maybe is a non-physical um, entity that either never incarnated or incarnated a long time ago, and then our loved ones who are in spirit. So people might call, you know, like if um, if someone that we know in this lifetime transitions to the other side, they might people might refer to them as their angels. Is there a difference there between true angels that maybe have never walked on the physical earth and angels? As a, as a term of endearment that we use for our loved ones who have transitioned. Yeah, and this is where a lot of that confusion comes in because it's really all semantics. And it's mm-hmm. a very comforting thought to think that when my loved one passes on, they might stay with me and they're there to help me and guide me. However, they're not the same as one of your true helpers or angels or guides because your personal team of angels have been with you even before you were born. They helped you to set up the lessons that you're here to learn this lifetime for your purpose. And um, they stay with you throughout. So our loved ones, it's a different kind of a connection. There's still a connection. There's still an affinity. You can still have a communication with them, but they're not really there to help you. They're there to um, you know, connect with you and assist with you. Wow, that's interesting music in the background. I think Bob Marley's <laughs> trying to call it. Bob Marley, are you an angel? Yeah, <laughs> or I guess are you so. a spirit? Let's let's clarify this right now. So he was once living here on this earth plane, and now he's in spirit. You know, it's kind of one of those funny things that um, you know they say that like your angels will call you. I mean, I've had calls before on the phone that I'm like, who is calling me? And it'll be. Um, so like Wayne, this is a random story, but it kind of, it relates to what we're talking to and the phone ringing. I was trying to make a decision in my life about whether to go into health coaching and to like get certification in it. And um, Wayne Dyer, the, the spiritual teacher had transitioned into spirit a few years before. 
And, um, or maybe it was just the year before. Anyways, it was, it was within a recent time. And um, I could kind of like started to have this dialogue in my head with him. I was like, well, what would he do? What would his, if he was still teaching, what would he be putting out there? And I got a series of three calls. Two of them were, one was a drunk dial and one was a prank call. And the other was just a, a pickup and hang up. But they were all from um, Wayne, Indiana. And I don't know anybody in Wayne, Indiana, but it was three times in a row. And on the last one, I was like, okay, I get it. I get it. Like, I'm going to, you know, go forward with doing my health coaching. It was just one of those funny things. I'm like, are my angels prank calling me? <laughs> like, is Wayne Tyre <laughs> prank calling me right now? Um, and, you know, it could have just been a, a coincidence, but it's just a, that's just a funny segue into what we were talking about. But um, so we were talking about whether angels are, are, were once living on this, on this physical plane, or if they've only ever resided in spirit. And it's a matter of semantics is what you're saying. Yeah, well, it, the difference is, is that we have an affinity, but it's like our loved ones are still on their learning and growing path. And they probably haven't mastered the things that we're here to learn. So when you connect with them or communicate with them, it's more on a, that soul to soul level and affinity rather than those higher souls who are kind of there to build you up and guide you. And I think when people are grieving, you know, like I said, it's comforting for them to think that they can keep their loved one close by. But in fact, that could actually hold that soul back. When we're passed on from the physical body, we don't really belong here anymore. The truth, there's no such thing as death. You know, you are spirit, you are energy. Um, but it's just that time to kind of transition and go back to your real home. And um, so I, I get this because my father passed away. And um, when he first died, I could feel him very close around me a lot. Mm. But that communication got less and less, you know, when he moved out to to be wherever he needs to be for his next step. So, yeah. And because we are getting close to Halloween later in the show, we'll talk a little bit about this idea of ghosts and, and how that is different from angels and spirit guides. Um, but really quick, before we go to break here in a minute, how can a person recognize that their angels are communicating with them? So what are some physical yeah. signs besides the phone calls, prank phone calls from heaven? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's lots of signs and those are personal for different people. But one really tangible way that you can recognize that your angels, your guides are around you is when you experience a feeling of chills or tingling or goosebumps. Mm -hmm. And it's like that little extra charge to your nervous system. And it's a sign to pay attention, a confirmation that you're on the right track, where I take it as just a sign to, you know, watch what was I thinking about or what's happening in my surroundings and your mm -hmm. angels are really giving you that, that confirmation. Yeah. So that's a really tangible way. Yeah. Uh, they're giving us hundreds of impressions and hunches all the time. And it's just those things that pop in our head. Yeah. One of the ones that we do at our house are angel flat feathers. And I um, mentioned finding a feather one time to my daughter who is um, five and a half. And I go, oh, it's an angel feather, you know, and sometimes we'll find eagle feathers and raven feathers and just all kinds of feathers. And I always take that as a sign. Sometimes I'll look up what like maybe an owl feather means or whatever that type of um, feather cardinal. And um, anyway, so now we, we, have, we find angel feathers everywhere we go. And because I said it once to my daughter and she's young, it's stuck with her. And that's, those are our symbols for, from angels. And it's usually, like you said, about something that's on my mind or a pressing decision that I have to make. But um, you know, we got to take a break. So you're listening to Golden Otter Radio with Autumn Seibel. We're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we'll explore more with, about communicating directly with angels and spirit guides with real life angel coach, Melissa Kiddo. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. 
Did you know that when working with the Law of Attraction, it's beneficial to share your longings with a supportive tribe who can assist in maintaining accountability and hold the creative space for your desires to manifest? I'm Autumn Seibel, host of Golden Otter Radio, where the metaphysical meets the mainstream. Join me each month at the new and full moon to plant your seeds of abundance, consciously tend to your intentions throughout the lunar phases, then harvest the fruits of your co-creation with the universe in my Lunar Manifestations members-only forum. Your tribe is waiting for you at goldenotter.us. We are back on Golden Otter Radio with me, Autumn Seibel, and my guest today is none other than real-life angel guidance coach, Melissa Kiddo. She's talking with us about communicating directly with angels and spirit guides. If you have any questions or want to talk to Melissa, go ahead and give us a call at 1-800-930-2819. We'll be taking your questions throughout the show. Again, that's 1-800-930-2819. Uh, Before we continue, I want to make sure everyone knows how to contact Melissa. So, Melissa, could you give us your contact info for listeners? Sure. Yeah, people can find me at my website, which is communicatewithangels.com. Perfect. Thank you so much. All right. So right before we went to break, I was um, I pulled out one of my little angel feathers that I just got when I was uh, thinking about a pretty big life decision that my family is making. we're moving in a little bit and there'll be more about that coming later, but I've been getting angel feathers in the most random of places um, as little signs from my spirits that when I'm thinking about something and I'm going, what is going to be of the highest good for my family, for my children, for my spouse, for my loved ones? And, and will I be fulfilling the purpose that I came here to earth to fulfill? Anytime I get a little angel feather um, that'll literally float down on me, or I will see it in in a very random place. Um, almost as almost as if it's been placed there specifically for me to find. I say, okay, thank you. That is a sign I needed to move forward. Um, and so I want to talk a little bit about four intuitive gifts that you discussed, Melissa, about how to receive messages. Could you tell us what the four intuitive gifts are and then how each of us can use them? Sure. Yeah. And I have a background as a school teacher, as, as you do. And oh, yeah. when I was, yeah. And when I was learning this they called about learning styles right and so Mm -hmm. it's actually the same thing but we're just looking at it from a more intuitive standpoint so everybody has all four of these um, but it's the way that you receive kind of the impressions that come through so the four gifts are intuition vision prophecy and feeling and basically you have all four of them but you have one of those that is your primary gift And your primary gift is the main way that you get your impressions from your angels. And it's important to know that this is, you know, your angels communicate with you through your intuitive sensitivity, not really through the way that your brain thinks. Mm -hmm. So it means that you need to be relaxed and tuned in to perceive it. But through the intuitive gift, it's clear audience. So you hear thoughts, words, sometimes music. Mm-hmm. Through your visionary gift, it's pictures and symbols and impressions. Through your prophetic gift, it's inner knowings where you just know things or you get a sense of what's coming in the future. Mm-hmm. And then it's kind of like the Claire's, Claire audience, Claire sentience, Claire gustians. Um, 
I'm only up to three senses, but it's all the, it's, it's, it's our five senses that we use in the, in, in the traditional world, but then the clairs are that in the, uh, the intuitive sense of knowing, seeing, hearing, feeling, um, you know, people talk a lot about clairvoyance. That was one um, where it's almost like you can see a little uh, movie in your mind. I, since I was a little girl, I have always been really good at um, clairvoyance and I will just close my eyes and I'll get like a video playing right along the, the back of my or the front of my forehead and I can see people, places and things that might come into physical reality or maybe already have happened. It's like watching a, a little commercial or a, um, I always describe it as watching a, um, you know, when you're like a movie preview, you don't need to see the whole movie to know what it's about. You can kind of get an idea. Um, I tuned that out for a long time when I was in my teens and twenties and never would dare to speak about it. But now I'm more comfortable because the world's opening up to this idea that we've all come here with a unique purpose. And, you know, like working our quirk is, is what it's all about. It's like, what lights you up? What excites you? And if talking about your intuitive gifts is what excites you, then talk about them and use them because it'll only get you farther ahead in, in this physical yeah. life. Yeah, so, no doubt. So how can a person hear a message from their angel? So I just talked about a little bit about my experience with clairvoyance. Um, can you give me some examples of some of the people that you've coached and how they've gone from maybe not receiving any, any guidance from their angels to feeling really confident in, in getting that guidance regularly? Yeah, well, the funny thing is about that is I don't think there's actually anybody that's not getting guidance from their angels. It's yeah. just that we overthink things yeah. and our brain becomes kind of overdeveloped. And that's what we're encouraged to do in our society is to think things through and be more logical. So this whole like intuition and this whole spiritual movement is really about bringing things back into balance because we all have two aspects. We have the more masculine, the intellectual part, and then we have the more feminine intuitive and feeling part and every person whether you're male or female body needs to have a balance of both of those so this is kind of like expanding that part that we've diminished in our society the intuition you know yeah so I really relate to what you're saying about the clairvoyance because that's actually my strongest one as well mm -hmm. another word for that is the vision that I was describing before mm -hmm. and the thing I'll notice really strongly with that is if I have lost something as long as I stay relaxed and I'll just ask, okay, my angel's like, where is this item? Mm -hmm. Close my eyes and I can see exactly where it is. I remember one time my son lost his little tablet video player yeah. and I swore it was in the car and I just couldn't see it anywhere. So I asked and I got a picture of it being wedged between a seat. Yeah. Like, okay, I knew it was in the car, but it was actually, it was in the front seat rather than the back seat where he yeah. usually sits. So my logical part was like, it has to be in the back seat. But then when I tuned in and got that vision, I was like, okay. And then that, you know, spurred me on to look in that different place. So as far as your question about client, sorry. Yeah. I think it's like that clear audience hearing messages. That's mm -hmm. one of the key things that people, start with is learning to hear just a simple keyword or phrase so if you have a challenge that you can start asking a question and hearing an answer and it's amazing how when we get stuck in our problems and our struggles and things that it feels like oh there's no solutions here 
but your angels are always solution oriented. So that's something my clients have had a lot of success with is just even hearing some simple key words that help you to look at it from a different perspective or to get a solution or an action that you can take that you wouldn't have thought of on your own. That's that, the beauty of it. Could you walk us through that method? Would you mind how to get a keyword from our angels right now? Yeah, that sounds great. Okay, yeah. so the, the, key, <laughs> the key to do this, we'll just get a keyword for the day. Okay, you could get a keyword to for a specific challenge or situation you're going through. But another great way to do this is just to get a keyword every day that can be your reminder for what you're going to experience that day. Okay. So you want to just kind of take a couple deep breaths and relax and make sure that you're focused in the present. And all you'll do is just in your mind or even out loud, say, angels, Give me one word. Take a deep breath and relax. And you're going to listen for that word that pops in your mind. So did you get a word, Autumn? I, I did. And you know what? Mine was a double down of um, we had done this. Um, I joined Melissa on a webinar that she'd done a few days ago that talked about life purpose and my angels just doubled down on it because my word from a few days ago was honest and today it was radical honest like radically honest so i'm like oh okay i got it I which i feel like that's what golden otter is this is a platform where i'm radically honest with my audience about all things metaphysical and trying to bridge it with the mainstream in a way that we can all understand our world maybe from a slightly more positive viewpoint or like just shift it just a little bit so that we um, don't look at life as like a start and an end, but like this kind of infinite span of time. And right now we just happen to be in this exact moment. Um, so things aren't as serious as they may seem. It's like, it's really not life or death. Like let's just like take a step back for a second and see it from a, a broader view. But um, I guess for me with the radio show, the only way that I can truly communicate that is to come from a place of, of radical honesty and just say, hey, I'm learning right along with everybody else. I might just be at a different point in my, my spiritual journey and be on this platform now ready and willing to share it. So thank you. That was really fun. I hope all of you out there listening got something um, from your angels and you can tap into that every day. So would you recommend that we do that what, like every morning or in the evening? Well, I guess in the morning, right? Yeah, you could actually do it either. Um, sometimes if I get it in the evening, I'll write it in my journal and I usually have to remind myself of it in the morning because I've probably forgotten it by the morning. But um, a morning time is a really good time to just tune in to what is my keyword and my pivot for the day. And then at the end of the day, you can regroup it. Say, so, okay, how did this keyword relate? Oh, and really then you'll like start that. to get more impressions. You journal or meditate whatever you prefer yeah, yeah. So even if you're going to work there and you have a, a, a calendar you could just put that as your word of the day and then at the end of the week you have seven and maybe if some like for me I didn't expect my word to repeat I was really going well what's my word and I go well I guess it's the same and so you just kind of can focus on that for the week I like that yeah and our angels are here to help us learn and grow and evolve you know and life is ever changing <laughs> we're yeah. on a journey and this is a simple technique to help you to kind of get that, that pivot. 
Um, so what is my growth about? And sometimes you will get the same word over and over again. <laughs> well, I don't remember on. getting patience for every day for a month. <laughs> <laughs> I had to be very patient with getting that word of patience. That's a karmic, <laughs> karmic joke. But um, you know what? So let's hold that thought because I want to talk about how our angels will help us fulfill our life purpose. But we have to take a break. So let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll have plenty of time to capture the whole idea. You're listening to Golden Otter Radio. We are back on Golden Otter Radio with Autumn and my amazing guest today, Angel Guidance Coach, Melissa Kiddo. She is dedicated to empowering spiritual seekers worldwide to develop a constant and direct communication with their own team of spirit helpers. So if you've got a call, if you want to ask a question about how to tune in with your angels, give us a call, 1-800-930-2819. We'll be taking your questions at the end of the show. So we are going to dive in right now with distinguishing between your inner voice and angel guidance. Before we took a break, Melissa and I were talking about how our angels can help us fulfill our life purpose. So angel, <laughs> angel, I'm just going to start calling you that, Melissa. Angel, are you there? That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how can our angels help us fulfill our life purpose? Yeah, well, that's what it's all about. So before you came here to planet Earth, you chose a specific purpose and a plan and some lessons that you wanted to learn. And you actually attract a team of helpers who have strengths in the areas that you've come to work with. Mm -hmm. um, so they know what your purpose is and they're here to guide you to it. So for me, I mean, I love this topic of purpose. I could talk a whole hour about that. But the key for that is to follow your own heart's desires and what you're drawn toward. And look, we tend to resist that, right? We tend mm -hmm. to get in our own way or fear it or get caught up in the shoulds of life and resist that purpose. So what happens is our angels will be giving us little hunches and suggestions and ideas to keep guiding us to that next step. So it's really like the difference between living life the easy way or the hard way, yeah. working with your angels, where if you are able to trust, you kind of get that GPS system mm -hmm. to guide you on what's the next step. And you never see step three or four until you've taken step one and two. Mm -hmm. So it takes faith and trust and trusting your intuition that there'll be these little signs like feathers or... <laughs> <laughs> chills along the way that will give you confirmation when you're on the right track yeah we were talking during the break about um songs on the radio that's another big one that i get and um, there's a song that is on the radio right now that is a remake of a 1980s song that um you hardly ever hear anymore um i'll give my listeners a hint it's a toto song about a continent um it starts with a look it up but there's a weezer cover of it and it has not been playing on the radio for 20 years and now all of a sudden on every station is this really hip, like modern version of the song. And I kept hearing it. And then um, we found out that we are possibly moving to this place. And I'm like, oh my gosh, if that wasn't a confirmation for me. And now every time I hear it, I get so excited and so lit up. And um, I'm so ready for this big adventure. But had have I had I not been tuning into my own internal guidance for the last several years, this probably would have been way too far out of my comfort zone. It's really far out of most people's comfort zones. But I intuitively was like, this is a, a not just a yes, it's a heck yes. 
how quick, let's do it. And it's, it's that inner guidance that you're talking about that when you get those little messages, it syncs up with that feeling in your, in your soul of you came here to do something very specific and staying exactly where you are is not going to get you to where you want to be. And so that's why kind of like when you are, are, you know, like in a, in a career or a course of study or a phase in your life and you kind of feel it coming to a close, but you're not quite ready to take that leap into what's next. I feel like what you're saying is our angels already know what's coming next for us. And they're just here to help shepherd us into that next chapter really gently. And so that um, it aligns with our life purpose and makes us happy here in this physical world. Does that sound? Yeah, <laughs> no, it's so true. You hit the nail on the head. <laughs> yeah. And because they have a bird's eye view on our life, because they're not part of planet Earth energy, they're not affected by the pressures here. You know, we're, we're having emotional experiences, ups and downs and fears yeah. and doubts. But their angels have evolved beyond all of that. So they can see it from that bird's eye view perspective. And they can get a sense of the timing of things and what's coming more than we can. They can see things that we can't see. So it's, it's important to know that they're not here to tell us what to do. They'll never mm. impose on your free will, but they do know your purpose. And I feel like we all have this niche in life, this range of things that we've come to work with. And if you're doing something that's outside of that niche, you know, your inner soul will start letting you know, you start yeah. having feelings of yearning or there's something missing or what am I doing here? You know, so if you're having those kind of feelings, it's time to course correct. And that's when your angels can start giving you the little hunches to get back on track. It's never too late. It's kind of like what you were talking about at the start of the show with the golden, with your golden moment that you had an idea that you wanted to do these retreats and within 24 hours, it popped into your reality. The, the truth of the matter is you'd probably been longing for that for a long time. And it was probably in your you know, heart's desire for, for quite a while, but maybe your conscious mind didn't see a way to it or the practical here and now details hadn't been worked out. So it was almost like there was an expectancy for it before it ever popped into your reality field. That, that sound about right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And sure. And when people get stuck in the how, mm -hmm. that's when they're blocking their guidance. You know, it's like, well, how is this going to work? I still need to pay the bills. I still need to look after yeah. the kids. Like whatever excuses pop into our mind, that's what blocks us from actually getting that clear guidance. And because your angels don't interfere with your free will, if you're going to stay stuck, they know they're still going to be nudging you and tapping you on the shoulder. But we have to do our part to, to listen and, and take it on. So speaking of that, distinguishing between your inner voice and angel guidance, because I get that all the time, the, the hows, the what's and the whens and the, the details of life that as humans, we, we do kind of need to be aware of. There's a certain amount of things that we can plan for and a certain amount um, that we can just have faith that the universe will show up for us because there's so there's a million ways that things can manifest into physical form that our, our brain just can't process that many um, ways that something can manifest. Like if you need, I've, I do this all the time, like with parking spots, with eating utensils, with bug spray, random <laughs> little things that I like might need. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to need so many things for whatever I'm doing with my kids or in my work life. Um, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do as much as I can. And then the little things I'm just going to let happen. And somebody might be walking out of a restaurant with takeout and go, I don't need these you know, utensils and hand them to me. I'm like, thank you for meeting me up in this exact moment because 
I knew I was going to need that. I did. I sort of planned for it, but I let the universe take it. It's small and it's silly. And I don't mean to diminish the importance of communicating with your angels because these can be really intense things that you're, you're trying to um, work through, but letting some of those littler details up to the universe just gives you faith that the bigger things will fall in place and they will like your angels in the universe will be there to support you. I mean, if you can, if you can manifest a plastic fork out of thin air. What else can you manifest? <laughs> <laughs> next great. time I'm going to try a biodegradable yeah, well, is... plastic fork. That's next. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is one of the most common questions that people ask me is like, how can I tell the difference between my own mind and when angels are coming in, particularly when it's that clear audience hearing mm. messages that we practiced earlier it's like well it's a thought so how do I tell if it's my thought but there will be a different tone to it and it's an experience of it just popping into your head and here's the thing is like what I interpret from what you were just describing is we all kind of live in a box like I can my brain can only understand what I've experienced before and so that tends to mean that I will look to the past to see what I'm capable of because that's all I know, right? If I'm just in the intellectual side, mm -hmm. but our angels can see unlimited possibilities and there are unlimited possibilities in the universe. So the real you, the energy can sense that, but you're living in two worlds at one time right now. You're living in the physical world. You need that brain and that intellect to get you organized and directed here. So mm -hmm. like you said, it is important. We can't leave that out entirely or we're just going to be a daydreamer, right? You need to get yeah. organized and do something while you're here. Yeah. Yeah. But the key with it is to first is to feel, then think, and then act. And what a lot of people do is they start overthinking. Their, their intellect is trained to talk them out of these impressions because it seems too out of the box or scary or unrealistic, etc. And so then it's like slowing down that flow. So when your angels give you impressions, it can be random. <laughs> I've had a few of those this morning, you know, just little suggestions of things to do on a project that I'm working on that I never would have thought of. Mm -hmm. But it's like, if I have, if you have a goal and a direction, mm -hmm. then you'll just start getting these little inspirations and ideas to, to get you along the way. Yeah. And you talk about things being e the easy way or the hard way. And if it feels hard, then it's probably not your path. If it feels easy, keep going. That is, that is your, you know, your zone of genius. And that's where your angels will show up the most to help is, is my experience of it. Um, so what kind of success can listeners expect after learning to listen to their guidance real quick, right before we go to break? Yeah, I mean, so it's about learning to be in the right place at the right time. Mm -hmm. Um so manifesting things more easily you start attracting and things start showing up yeah. you know and really aligning with that life purpose path and somewhat sometimes it's like well am I really on my purpose but when things feel good and feel fulfilling keep mm -hmm. going it's a good sign yeah. yeah I love this all right so I'm Autumn and you're listening to Golden Otter Radio when we come back angel guidance coach Melissa Kiddo will explain to us what listeners need to know about spiritual contracts Ooh, can't wait to learn about that and the entities that we call ghosts because we are approaching the Halloween and Dia de los Muertos time <laughs> so stay tuned we will be right back <laughs> <laughs> 
Are you new to playing with the law of attraction or a seasoned pro looking for an easy and organized way to monitor your co-creation endeavors as you draw them from the immaterial planes into your physical reality? Then join me over at goldenotter.us for bi-monthly new and full moon rituals where we plant seeds of intention, then harvest the fruits of our desires as part of a dynamic community in the members-only Lunar Manifestations Forum. I'm Autumn Seibel, host of Golden Otter Radio, where the metaphysical meets the mainstream, and I can't wait to meet you. We're back on Golden Otter Radio with me, Autumn Seibel. I have real life angel guidance coach, Melissa Kiddo here with us discussing the bridge between the metaphysical and the mainstream. So now she's gonna give us some tips on what listeners need to know about spiritual contracts and the entities that we call ghosts. Okay, I'm being a little bit silly, but um, Halloween is around <laughs> the corner and Dia de los Muertos. And there's um, a cultural understanding of what ghosts are in our, in our culture. And I wanna kind of demystify that for a second and take the spooky boo scariness out of it and talk about things um, like so spiritual contracts. So what exactly is a spiritual contract, Melissa? Yeah, so a spiritual contract is like an affinity with a person who you have something to learn from or that you can learn from each other and working together in a certain capacity. So there's all different kind of contracts and contract is kind of symbolic, right? It's mm -hmm. symbolic for, you know, when we make agreements in business, we've agreed that we're going to you know, abide by certain yeah. rules or whatever. So a spiritual contract is, hey, you know, we're a marriage partnership. So we are going to learn from each other in that way. We definitely have contracts with our children and we have contracts with other people that will cross our path that either you're going to learn from them or that they are going to learn from you. So this is great if you're in business where those clients that are attracted to you, you have some kind of contract with them. You have something mm -hmm. to share with them. Um, to fulfill that contract. So it's a really good thing to kind of just be mindful of. And your angels might give you hunches. I know this happens to me when I go to an event or somewhere where I'm meeting a lot of people. Mm -hmm. I will trust my intuition on who do I need to talk to mm -hmm. and who am I going to create a friendship with here. And some of my mm -hmm. best friends have been created from those situations because I just know, oh, I just have such a strong affinity with this person and I trust mm -hmm. that. So, this, so you're saying spiritual contracts are with people who are still living here in the physical with us. Right, exactly. So what about when somebody transitions? Like if there is still a spiritual contract there that you're fulfilling, is that when they kind of become like a guide to help you move through different things in your life, like different phases, but they're there giving guidance in a more metaphysical capacity? Well, I would say there's there's not really a contract to continue working with that person if they've passed on, but you still have an affinity. I mean, we can be friends for many, many lifetimes, mm -hmm. you know, and I feel like that with my father who's passed on and some other friends and relatives, it's like that relationship never really dies. You know, there's yeah. an affinity, affinity there. And I guess you could say that you definitely have a contract with your personal team of guides for this lifetime. You know, they yeah. learn from you and you learn from them. You know, I don't know if I've mentioned on the air, but I have an older brother who is in spirit, um, who was killed in 2003. 
And I feel closer to him in his death than I ever did in his life because there was a little bit of an age gap. And I have really fond childhood memories of him, but I was a child and he was a little bit older and um, he was killed when I was 16. And so my worldview wasn't, wasn't very mature. Um, and now that I'm, you know, around the same age that he was when he transitioned to spirit, I feel like I communicate with him and part of maybe his and my spiritual contract has been, Hey, sis, I'm going to go ahead a little bit before you. And it's going to be rough and tough as you kind of figure out this big wild world of ours and why some people go to the other side when they do. And it was through his passing and then some other family members along the way that I really opened up to this other belief system and this other way of seeing it. And you know, some people might call it grief or um, moving through the grief process, but we're, we're talking almost 15, 16 years now, and um, we're past that phase of the grief process. And so I, I just feel like it's a really nice continuation of a relationship that um, now sees us more as like equals because we're around energetically the same age now. I, I don't know if that makes any sense, but that's kind of how I see it as this continuing relationship that it's not a daily interaction, but there's something kind of gentle guidance every now and then that um, is available to me should I need it. But again, to get to this point of ghost, like, you know, I don't see him as a ghost. I see him as a loved one who's transitioned and I don't feel like he is trapped or bound or anything like that. He's where he's supposed to be. And I feel like very rarely, at least anymore, does he kind of check in or come back? Because I don't, you know, I feel like our time has, we've learned the lessons that we needed to learn from each other and through each other. And now, you know, it's this idea of like resting in peace, like <laughs> let them stay. I know we're not bothering them, but um, I don't know. Just wanted to talk about that for a minute. Yeah. Um, yeah so what, what do you think ghosts are really? Yeah. Well, I mean, I totally agree with what you were saying there about your brother is actually your contract for this lifetime is completed. You know, you'll, you'll see him again. You'll have a different contract and a different timing, but that's something that's hard. You know, when friendships end or relationships end, it can be hard to let go of that contract, but sometimes it's how it is, whether they're living still or not. Yeah. But about ghosts, it's like sometimes when a person does pass on, they're holding on to feeling confused or stuck or they're still thinking about the things of planet earth mm -hmm. and so even sometimes they don't understand that they've passed on either mm -hmm. they think they're still living they're just confused so the thing about it is they're not bad or evil they're just confused yeah. and you know society has put a lot of fear into this made it a scary thing mm -hmm. there's nothing to fear they are people <laughs> who just passed on but they're holding on to something that's keeping them stuck yeah. As opposed to what you were describing about your brother, he's not stuck. Those souls will come back and visit from time to time because you still have a relationship and an affinity mm -hmm. with them, but they'll bring their angels with them when they come visit. Whereas the stuck and confused ones, they are not connected with their angels. Their angels stay with them until they can regroup, but they're you know, because their state of consciousness is lower, it's hard for their angels to get through. They're just kind of waiting for them to regroup. So I know you've had some experience with mediumship work. I love that word medium because we are kind of the medium between those more lower vibration, confused souls, and then the high vibration of their angels. It's just hard for their angels to get through to them. So we can kind of be that conduit to say, hey, 
you know, help them to understand you don't have a physical body anymore. You've yeah. passed on and there's something better for you. You yeah. know, you don't really belong around planet Earth. That was a big switch in my thinking. Actually, around the time my dad died was, oh, I'm the one that's away. He's the one that's home. Yeah. You know, I'm the one that's away visiting somewhere else. Yeah. How, how much peace so. does that bring you when you, I mean, it, it, oh, I love that, that you just said that because I've had that feeling so many times, especially when, when my grandpa passed last year, I was energetically aware that he was going to go probably before my family did. And I kind of was, I was prepared and I was kind of saying to everybody like, you know, it's, it's time and, and we need to let him go. And, and there's so many other contracts taking place, but you have to just kind of stay in your lane of this is my contract with this specific person. I'm at peace with them going because I know where they're going. And I'm just so happy for them to get there and to join the people who have already transitioned before them. So I see death in my personal worldview as a rebirth into, into that initial life. And I, um, when I started welcoming babies, Somebody said to me once that they will be your babies will be sad to transition from spirit into life and leave, you know, the immaterial realm and come into this physical realm to start over. But they know they have to come and the, the lessons they have to live, learn. And then when we transition, it's the same thing. So when we experience a death here in the physical, they're experiencing a birth on the celestial or, you know, the infinite plane. Yeah. And when we experience a birth here in the physical, they're experiencing a transition from the immaterial. So it's just kind of this looping. And when I look at it like that, it really brings me peace and comfort to know that my loved ones are never really gone. They're just a thought away. And an eventual, like, it's not see you never, it's see you later. Um, I really like that. Uh, but anyways, so I want to, um, before we go, because we're almost out of time, this has gone so quickly, I want to make sure people know that you have a free video series series on how to connect with your angels. Could you give us that information? Yeah, for sure. So people can go to angelvideoseries.com and uh, I have a three-part video series there. It's completely free. You're going to go deeper into getting those messages from your angels and really learning some practical ways to connect. So angelvideoseries.com. And then you also have a retreat coming up very soon, November 1st through 4th called Being the Unlimited Me. And the retreat website for that is, what's that one? So that one is innersoulretreats.com. Awesome. And we will get those up and you can always link back to those. So um, I did a webinar with Melissa and her co-hosts for the retreat. And you will not want to miss this. It's in a beautiful remote location in Colorado. Sounds absolutely beautiful. Um, they were describing that the beds like hang from the ceilings like hammocks. I'm like, wait, I want to go. <laughs> oh, I will be somewhere else. Right. I would, I would really like to be on a floating bed yeah. in a cabin in Colorado. Um, so if you're available or in that area, go check them out. Um, okay, so that is it. It is time to wrap up. Thank you so much for listening. And be sure to follow Golden Otter Divinations on Instagram where you can check in with me and let me know about your golden merits, <laughs> golden moments. So Spirit and I can cheer you on. I am on there live almost daily and I interact with everybody who comes on. Also, if you'd like to contact me or join my monthly manifesting membership, Lunar Manifestations, visit my website, goldenotter.us. 
golden like the precious metal and otter like the precious animal. Please take a moment to sign up for my bi-weekly email and get up-to-date information on all things golden otter. I want to thank my guest today, angel guidance coach Melissa Kiddo, for sharing how we can all tune into universal guidance that's available to us. And thank you all for tuning into Golden Otter Radio. I had an amazing time sharing this sacred co-creation space with you. Please join me every first Friday, 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern. Our next show will be Friday, November 2nd with author Dean Radin, unpacking his new book, Real Magic, Ancient Wisdom, Modern Science, and a Guide to the Secret Power of the Universe. If you haven't read it, pick up a copy. It's amazing. It's like Harry Potter for adults. And you can get away with reading it on the subway and wherever you are and not be embarrassed. Have a great week and I will feel your positive vibes back here next time. Bye.